You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Dylan Peterson for Chirp Radio in Austin, Texas with Colleen Green. Is about to play Hotel Vegas, a couple shows for South by Southwest. Hi, Colleen. Hi. Is that your real name? Of course. Well, I don't know. I'm just wondering because uh, <laughs> like your Instagram and stuff uh, has 420 on there, and and you, you seem to be a fan of, of marijuana. So I just wondered if like Green was like, wow, that's a nice coincidence for her, or if she, yeah, picked that. But no, you were born with this. It is a nice coincidence. Yeah, I mean, everybody loves weed. I feel. I, I don't. I actually don't smoke weed anymore, though. No? I stopped. Well, now I'm, I'm just curious about that. But why, why did you quit smoking weed? Uh, I have been trying to quit for a number of years. It's just not really good for me. Um, it's like I can't just, like, smoke a little. Like, sometimes I have to, like, smoke all of it, like, all the time. And so, like, you know, it, it'll just spiral out of control and I won't get anything done. And, and it's just not, it's not really good for my health either. So... So, okay, so some of your songs, like, you got to stop doing things that are bad for you. That's that's very literal. That was real. Yeah. yeah. Was that before or after you quit weed? Uh, that was in the middle. Like, I've been trying to quit smoking weed since, like, like the first time I ever made a, like, real effort was in, like, 2013. And ever since then, I've been going back and forth with it a lot. And uh, that song was probably written, like, right around then. Gotta stop doing things that are bad for me. Gotta stop doing things that are bad for me Gotta stop doing things that are bad for me I'm thinking maybe I could change my body's destiny And start listening to my own advice Then maybe my life could be twice as nice The first thing I'll do is get away and stay from you Cause it's the only way I'll get So when I first saw you, I saw you at the Empty Bottle in Chicago. Uh, you played a free Monday, and um, I freaked out when you played "Damn It" by Blink-182 uh, because that was the very first song I ever learned to play on guitar, and um, so it's a special song for me. I don't know. So I was just curious, like, man, I wonder. I know it, that you like Blink-182. Uh, it seems like it still. Yes. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what was the first song you ever learned on guitar? Um. The first song I ever learned on guitar, like in earnest, I think, was uh, No Excuses by Alice in Chains, because my uncle like is a guitar player, and I, he was kind of like teaching me how to play, and um, I, I, I was an Alice in Chains fan like back in the day, and I think he thought that that would be a good song to start with, because it's so incredibly simple. Like, it's like a bar chord, but it's not, you don't even hold the bar down, it's like you, it's all open. And it's just like those two notes, so, and it's a cool song. So I think, yeah, that was like one of the first. Is music like Alice in Chains, Blink-182, Sublime, all that 90s stuff, is that stuff you still love uh, just as much as you did back then? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I never was like a, a big Alice in Chains fan. I liked their radio songs, but I never owned an album by them. 
Um, I just thought they had like cool harmonies and stuff, but Blink-182 and Sublime were the two major bands in my life that I was like obsessed with for many years and I'll still listen to their music like on a fairly regular basis and I still rep them hard, like I love them. Yeah, yeah the first legit CD I got, like non-Christian rock CD. I won't get into that, but the was was Sublime self-titled, yeah. and um, and it holds up so well. I don't know. Uh, okay, so now I have to ask that. Um, do you remember your first CD? Uh, my first CD was actually a gift um, from my friend, and it was uh, it was that Tracy Bonham album, the one with like Mother Mother. I think it was, you know, her one big album, but it had like Mother Mother on it and stuff. Remember that lady, Tracy Bonham? <laughs> But um, I don't remember what the first one I purchased was. I'm not sure. Something with the parental advisory, I'm sure. Yeah, it might have been. Uh, it might have been Sublime, but I really don't remember. With, man, I love talking about Sublime and Blink One Eighty Two. Oh yeah, I could talk about Sublime all day. Like, yeah. if if every interviewer could just talk to me about like TV and Sublime, or and like <laughs> movies, that would be really great. Take take note, guys, interviewers. I wasn't even planning on TV and movies, but what what's good right now? What are you enjoying? Um, I don't know. I pretty I've been watching The Love Guru a lot lately. Uh, I don't I don't remember the last one I saw in the theater, but yeah, I pretty much like try to stick to like Happy Madison, you know, Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider. I'm really looking forward to Adam Sandler's new movie that comes out on Netflix on April 14th. What's that? What's that one called? Uh, it's called Sandy Wexler. I know, you know, you and, and Eloy. I just met Eloy for the first time last night. Eloy. Yeah. Oh, is it Eloy? Eloy, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, okay. So like, I was drunk at um, Cheer Up Charlie's and and I'd never met him, but I saw his big glasses and like, I said Eloy, but I don't know if it's a Chicago I thought it thing. I was Eloy for a while too. Like I thought it was like a cool, like futuristic type of like email, you know, Eloy, like, I don't know, but yeah. Well, he, he, yeah, you hear about him just like he wears Adam Sandler shirts and, uh-huh. and all of it. And it's, he's the best, has the best Twitter in yeah. the world, I, I believe. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah, that's my buddy. We, we do like SandlerCon and we have a, a couple other friends that are really big Adam Sandler fans. Um, I think it's just great that we found each other and are able to celebrate our love of, of the Sandman together. <laughs> Whenever I see him doing the SandlerCon stuff out in, LA where you guys are at I'm just like jealous I don't yeah. know it looks like so much fun but a lot of fun yeah well but I've always wondered I don't know where where, where does the uh the kind of serious Sandler stuff fall under that so like where's Punch Drunk Love in in the canon is it still in that same boat or um yeah it's not what I would consider like an Adam Sandler movie when I think of that but uh the way that the way that we did Sandler Con was that it's, it's any movie where Sandler is in the top three build actors in the movie. So we did watch Punch Drunk Love at, at last year's Sandler Con, and it was bad. We, it like was right in the middle of, the, it was like kind of early evening um, when we watched it. It was maybe like the eighth or tenth movie. It was the eighth movie I watched, and then I had to go watch, play a show. But um, it was very like, it really brought down the energy quite a bit. But Rain Over Me and stuff like that was on the wheel for this year, but thankfully it didn't land on that. Explain what SandlerCon is for just a second. I know we're, we're like talking about it, but yeah, it's it's a funny thing. Okay, um, SandlerCon is a an annual uh, gathering of friends in Los Angeles 
myself included, um, and we basically take a weekend and just watch uh, like 20 Adam Sandler movies in a row. And like it's it's the first the first year last year it was 33 straight hours of Adam Sandler movies. It was like 20 or something. And then this year it was only 24 hours because Eloy like stayed up the whole 33 hours last year and he was like I can't. That was a mistake, you know. <laughs> but uh, and this year we had a wheel. Like last year it was just picked. They curated it and we just went through the list. But this this year there was a wheel that everybody took turns spinning and whatever it landed on, that's what we would watch. And we had three vetoes. We vetoed Bulletproof twice. Um, and we vetoed Spanglish because we watched it last year and it was fucking terrible. Um, and, uh, and there was another um, section of the wheel that was a repeat. So if it landed on that, we had to watch whatever movie we just watched again. And it actually did happen. So we had to watch Grown Ups 2 twice in a row. <laughs> yeah. It was actually, it was better the second time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Grown Ups 2. Okay, segue. So, um, um, your album, um, I Want to Grow Up, that's such a wonderful album. I, I'm 32 years old, and like that's one where, like, I don't know, I'm still going to shows and, and I don't know, doing all this stuff where I'm like, how long am I going to do this for? Yeah. Um, and when I heard that, I was like, oh, ah, okay, someone's with me on this, <laughs> or like, some, or somewhere close to it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like, like same with like the like when I heard you play "Damn It," and I don't know, just the line. Well, I guess this is growing up. I still don't know the answer to that. Do you? Mm, like, what is growing up? Not really, but like my in the song "I Want to Grow Up," those are kind of like my ideas about it. I guess um, just being trying to be better, you know. For me, like that's what I want. That's what I aspire to. I just want to be better and have like a, a successful life, you know. Just in general, just live life well. Yeah, like it. I mean, I'm sure it means different things to everybody. Um, but I mean, if you're looking for clues, don't watch the movie Grown Ups. That's not how you do it. They're not. They're not grown. I mean, I guess that's the joke in that movie. But yeah, that's not really the. That's not where I see it going. But yeah, just, you know, be responsible and not just be, like, a, an immature kid that, like, doesn't have their shit together and needs other people to do stuff or, like, you know, being taken care of by, by mommy and daddy and stuff like that. Like, I want to, like, be able to, like, do my own thing, you know? Doing rock and roll stuff the whole time. That's not an issue. Yeah. Although sometimes I, I don't know, sometimes I go back and forth with that, too. I mean, I, I'll always make music, but I think, for me, I'll want to, like, branch out and do different stuff, too. I
Um, last thing I'll ask you, and then I'll let you go play with the memories. Um, you are uh, kind of iconic with your sunglasses, as is like Roy Orbison. Um, and I'm just curious how that came about, how you became a sunglasses wearer. Uh, yeah, I was trying to copy those other people, the Ramones, Roy, uh, you know, whoever. Ba basically, the Ramones. It was it was all about the Ramones, like in the beginning. So, and plus, I knew that like, if I wanted to play shows, I knew that people would be taking uh, photographs of me, and I knew that it. I mean, no matter what, you're gonna look better in a photograph with sunglasses on, you know. So, I was like, I'll do that. <laughs> Colleen. Green, thank you so much for talking to Chirp Radio today. This is a pleasure. Have fun at Hotel Vegas, and uh, I'll see you in there. All right, thank you. Dylan Peterson for Chirp Radio. Cool. You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.